everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the More Money Show. I'm here with Terry Her. Hernan, like Vernon, and uh, I'm excited for her to share her story with you um, because this is one that a lot of you have a question on. It's like, what do I do if somebody else, if my partner specifically in my life maybe isn't as good as a money manifest or they don't have the same money beliefs? And so she's got some success and some insights into that. So I'm excited about that. We will have her join in just one second. I just want to give you a reminder that my book, Double Your Business, is available uh, coming out in January in print. And so you can go to any of your favorite online retailers and type in double your business and grab your print copy of that. Welcome, Terry. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Cassie. Absolutely. Um, so I think the first place I want to start, because this is so super exciting, is what was your old money story? My old money story was, will I have enough? That's, you know, I grew up in, um, I'm older than you, so I grew up in the 70s at a time when everything was very financially unstable. So all the news was about financial instability, everything was, there were shortages everywhere, gas shortages, lines for everything. And there was always, there was a meat shortage, there was never enough. So that was the the message. And at that same time, my father, um, who, you know, was very educated and a very, um, uh, very innovative person and had a great job lost his job. So there was a lot of insecurity that doesn't really, um, you know, we didn't suffer, but you know, we heard the worry. We heard all the things that were going on around. So I had that money story. Will there be enough? And, you know, carried that through my life. And, um, and that was my story. Yeah. Very cool. And, um, and what would you say your story is now? My story is I have the money. I love the way you say that. Yeah. It. It's like the bill, a bill comes in, I have the money. I, you know, if something comes up unexpectedly, I have the money. I have the money. That's my story. I love it. Yeah. So tell us what was kind of going on before you started working on your money story, before you came to work in some of my programs. Well, this is the funny thing. I am a big law of attraction person. Like mm-hmm. I'm a big faith person. I've been using the law of attraction for years. I use the law of attraction to meet my husband. I had a series of really um, ridiculous relationships. You know, I was always mar- uh, attracted to somebody who was emotionally unavailable and uh, finally took myself to one side about the age of 20, I'm going to say 20 seven and said, you know, you really, there's a common denominator here in these relationships and it's you. And, uh, did some studying. I read, um, a lot of books about, it wasn't necessarily called the law of attraction, but more like the power of your subconscious mind, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Faith really, you know, creating a new story. And Mm -hmm. I did very methodically and amazing results, just amazing results in the difference in the men that I attracted and the difference in the men that I was attracted to. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if I had formally put up with some kind of substandard behavior, I was not attracted to that person anymore. They were just, you know, it wasn't, I didn't even have to think about it. It was, they were eliminated. And so what happened was when I eventually did meet my husband, um, it was, the relationship was very easy. It was very fun. It didn't involve a lot of, 
you know, you always have to, they say relationships are work. Yeah, they're work in the sense that you have to be considerate of the other person, but they're not work. I mean, they don't hurt. And they shouldn't be painful. So that was none of that. It was like, you know, he said he'd pick me up whatever time, and I said I'd be ready, and I was, and he was. I mean, everything was just like, you know, fun. We had a lot in common. We liked each other's friends. So it was easy. So we got married and lovely wedding. Um, but what, you know, and while there aren't any perfect people, there are people who are perfect for you. And he was certainly perfect for me and I for him. However, I came into the marriage with a much different money story than he did. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he, he grew up with one money story and I grew up with another. And so I, you know, I am a conservative um, person uh, in terms of spending, but I'm not cheap. I always have, you know, I always like to have fun, good experiences. And, mm -hmm. you know, I kind of, I put them into my, my budget. However, when I married somebody with a different money story, who was like more of a free and easy spender, that kind of really blindsided me. And, it took me, you know, I'm the one who pays the bills, you know, you know, he, he makes the bulk of the money, but I'm the one who's responsible for everything. So I'm the one who does all the thinking. So every month, the, my story was, will we have enough? Will we have enough? Will we have enough? And um, I was, I remember um, hearing you, you advise several years ago that, you know, if that's, that's a problem, you know, it, it, that's really tricky for a lot of people. You're in a relationship mm -hmm. and you, you can't, and you should not try to control someone else you know right. that's not your job um but how you know how do you deal with that and i remember you saying well just script that um you know things are going as they should be and i did that for a little bit but i kind of let it go i couldn't really wrap my head around it and i was very enmeshed in that story like you know getting angry about it like why you know, yeah. why does he have you know why does he have to do this <laughs> Which is good key, right? Because that, that why was like putting it on him instead of what, how do I want to feel? How do I want to be? How do I want my story to go? The bottom line is how do I want to feel? How do I want my story to go regardless of what anybody else is doing? So, and that's what I, I started to do. And I started to work on this, you know, my future self. And I started to work on, um, you know, scripting, you know, that things are just, you know, I'm just flush all the time and I just feel really good and I feel free and I don't feel this anxiety, you know, yeah. which is a really big component is anxiety. Just feel a peace about everything, mm -hmm. confident. And so that's what I was working on and scripting. And um, interestingly, uh, we, you know, we went to Ireland and to Scotland in September and all those things that I was scripting, because I script a lot about travel because I love yeah. to travel. And I just, that was one thing that I was a little bit worried about was like, um, when I travel on my own, I always like, I, I always have money. Everything's great. I have more than enough money, but I was like really worried about traveling with him because, you know, he <laughs> had a different money story. Mm -hmm. And so I was just scripted about feeling really free about having money in my pockets. And, um, and when we went away, that's how it went. And I, I just, like, I, we just had one remarkable moment after the next. And, you know, I, try, I scripted also about easy travel, like getting from one place to the next and just mm -hmm. enjoying things and whatever. But it was really an amazing trip, an amazing trip. That's amazing. I love it. So good. And so what do you think, do you think the key to that shift was just really getting that it to focus on you and what you wanted and what your story was or were there other things in that 
No, I think that I was focusing on a better feeling. Mm-hmm. How do I want to feel? And I think in the past, because as I said to you, you know, I've used law of attraction very successfully in relationships and in finding a house. Yeah. I used it, I used it in finding clothes, you know, for an outfit, like before you go shopping, you visualize how you want to look, how you want to feel, feel in that outfit. No problem. There was another instance, I'm trying to think, I can't remember off the top of my head, but never, I mean, it worked so beautifully. But when it came to, and jobs, jobs, mm-hmm. that was another thing, you know. Um, but when it came to money, like I couldn't get excited about it like I knew I you know obviously you it's like oxygen you need it to Mm -hmm. to exist and I think there was something on also going on there too well if I have it somebody else isn't going to have it Mm -hmm. and I'm taking away from someone else which is ridiculous and also the fact is I do like to uh, one thing I love to do is to contribute to causes that I like so I'm not really helping anyone if I'm not if I can't help you, you know, mm-hmm. if I can't help myself, I can't help you. So um, I, that was something that it, it, that light bulb went on. Um, but it was also something you said was about, you know, the feel, which is something we know also about um, in relationships. That was one thing I focused on with my clients was the way you wanted to feel when you're with this person, you know, when you're with this, you have this relationship. And so I did that uh, with the with, you know, with my money story, how do I want to feel? And you said that, what are the feelings that you'll bring up? And uh, I just went from there. Absolutely. That's fabulous. I love it. And it's so, and I mean, you've told us a little bit, but once you got into that feeling state, what started to happen? What started to unfold? Well, weird stuff start. I mean, I shouldn't say it's weird. It's a perfectly natural thing started to happen. Uh, you know, like you said, you, you start noticing money everywhere. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then kind of like funny things would happen that I went to order something the other day on Amazon and discovered that I had a cash back bonus that I really had, had no idea, you know, that I was even in, you know, I had no idea that I had a cash back bonus from my, um, you know, discover card. Um, that was a surprise. And then I tend to keep getting, you know, things, you know, I get things at, um, you know, good prices or I just happen to, um, you know, I got a few unexpected checks. Um, awesome. You know, so it, right now I feel like I'm very flowing really well with it. I always have enough. There's always, um, there's always, I always have plenty of money, put it that way. Um, I'm not someone who can say to you, oh, yes, well, I manifested $50,000, but I have the, I feel abundant and I Mm -hmm. feel like, I feel like that is coming. I feel like that is a, um, that is a, is a definite possibility because I just feel like I'm getting better and better and better every day in my money story. I love that. And I love, and it's, I mean, what the key I think about money is, is most of us just want to feel that abundance like we often most people think like we have to have that i'll have to get a hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars a million dollars but when you start to change your story and i love that you're you're sharing your example of that you can feel abundant and money's always flowing in and there's always enough before you hit one of those big things and feeling that way is what's going to lead to bringing that those bigger amounts of money into your life Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's always choosing the better feeling. That's the, um, that is the, 
it's not the, I don't want to say the word, it's the discipline. It's a discipline because people say, oh, you know, you have this idea, you know, you, you, have, you have this picture in your head and sure, it's just going to pop into your reality and it's so silly. But no, it's not like that. It's like you are making a decision. You keep, you're taking every thought captive is what you're doing. You know, if you're thinking, um, I, I find that it helps um, to listen, if you have trouble thinking positively or thinking in a way that serves you or seeing things that serve you, then you tune out some of the noise, like the, the TV. You know, mm -hmm. every, every dr drama is built on conflict. Uh, the news is built on conflict. I, when I was in high school, I worked um, for a, I had an internship at a news station in New York City. And um, I worked late one night and I was sitting with the assignment editor and uh, we used to have the police radio and we used to have, you know, the AP machine and whatever. And something came over the police radio about a shooting in Brooklyn. And the assignment editor turned to me and she said, I hope he shoots another one. Then we get our lead story. And that was like, that was a really pivotal moment for me. I mm -hmm. thought to myself, I don't, because I, I really wanted to go into, you know, I wanted to be in TV news. I wanted to be an anchor person. I wanted to be a reporter, you know? Uh -huh. And I thought, yeah, I don't know. That's really, that's not putting good stuff out into the world. And, um, but that's what it is. If it bleeds, it leads. So right. if, you're, when you're, if you're turning on, if you've got your 24-hour cable station on and it's just feeding you anger and outrage and disappointment and scarcity, then that's what's going to be reflected in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. I love how you've um, been able to change your story and start it back then. And I think you, um, and you have a business story that you want to share as well, right? Oh, about the podcast you mean or about? Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Um, well, while I was away, you know, I was very excited to, you know, have an idea of this podcast that I think is going to be quite a lot of fun. And when I got home, I was just completely overwhelmed. And also the fact that I am an EFT practitioner, which um, is an emotional freedom techniques, which is kind of like acupuncture without the needles. Uh -huh. So you're tapping on the meridians and, you know, it, it's really good for, you know, overcoming anxiety and phobias and uh, pain. And you can, you can look it up. But um, I, my, I'd always worked with people who were um, in relationships, who had relationship issues with, and, and I used, um, I wrote a book called How to Attract and Marry the Man of Your Dreams, which employed all the techniques that I used to attract my husband. Um, and many people, you know, over the world, around the world sent me letters saying they met their husband uh, after using this book. And I kind of fell away from the dating thing when I got into EFT. I was thinking maybe I'd like to explore another niche. And so when I got back from Ireland, I was kind of overwhelmed by the whole podcast idea, even though it's not really that overwhelming. Um, but I, <laughs> that's, you can have a tendency, I could have a tendency to make things more difficult than they are. Right. Um, and so I went to, I had to do something, I take a continuing education uh, credit. I needed a credit. And um, so you have to be supervised as, you know, to be uh, an EFT, to maintain your accreditation as an EFT practitioner. And so one of the things I was exploring was niche, you know, what niche I wanted to go into. And the, uh, one of the people who, you know, one of the moderators said to me, one of the supervisors really said, you know, niche is a marketing thing. You know, you can do, you know, you can do dating or work with infertile couples or work with uh, people with athletic limitations, but whatever you work with, you're always going to end up Cover, uncovering all the other stuff anyway because it, it's all there. It's all, you know, you're, it's peeling the layers of an onion when you, you do these things. 
So that was really exciting to me. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go back in and see if, uh, you know, dating, I love to talk about dating and relationships, although I'm not sure if anybody really wants to hear from me anymore because I've kind of gotten away from it. So, but I do have a mailing list. So I said, um, you know, I'd like to do that. And I was speaking to my friend, Ronnie, she and I do this Monday, uh, this Tuesday morning mastermind. And she said to me, you know, Terry, just do a teleclass. And I was like, yeah, I could do a teleclass, although I haven't done that in a long time. And anyway, so then I turned you and Ginny on, on my way, you know, I was running my errands that morning and you know, it wasn't you and Jenny, it was you and Jill Angie. Um, mm. I made the mistake. Uh, Jill Angie. And she was saying, talking about how she started her business. And then um, she said, you said to her, you know, did you, you know, use a, you know, did you, did you use a big setup? Was it very expensive? <laughs> or did you use a teleconference line? She was like, I just used a teleconference, freak teleconference line. You were like, yeah, so did I. I, you know, I said, if you have trouble with, you know, if you want to change your money story or if you want to, you know, whatever it was, then I can help you. And I thought to myself, well, that's genius. That's how I'm going in. So I went home and it became so easy. I mean, the copy wrote itself, you know, I'd used that, yeah. head, you know, that subject line, I can help you and got um, a bunch of responses. You know, where were you? You know, how have you been? <laughs> you know, and um, I've been listening to, I've been waiting. I love your emails and so on and so forth. So I announced the, the teleclass and got a lot of um, letters and then, um, and then as it happens, a lot of the times, a lot of the people who intend to come to the teleclass don't make it for one reason or another, and then write to you afterwards to ask you if you're going to do another one. <laughs> and so then I had this idea, well, you know, teleclasses, um, the tech, it was like, there was, there was, I don't know, somebody from Scotland couldn't get on. So there was a little bit of a problem. I was like, I don't know if I want to deal with all those technolo technological issues. So I put together a Facebook group called the Get a Better Boyfriend Project. And what I'm going to do there is I'm going to do Facebook Lives probably on Mondays. They maybe be five or ten minutes. And if people can go live, attend live, great. And if they can't, it'll be there for them when they want to when they want to watch it and um you know i'll just take you know i'll take submissions you know email questions and uh you know cover them in the facebook live so i think that's a really good way to get um stay in touch with my my people yes yeah i love it i love how you follow the inspiration on that and just just like step after step was inspiration so that's that's fabulous how do you think having you know, this better money story has empowered you to be better in business. It just, yeah. I mean, I, I can just do that. I don't worry about it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, not a, it's not a worry. It's just like, I just do it. And, um, it, the whole thing I have to say, you know, scripting and everything else, it just really is when you have that story, that new story, it changes everything. Cause it's like a lead, it's like a point and it's, pulling you along. So even for putting, um, as I said, I'm not the tech, most tech uh, savvy person in the world. So even putting together the Facebook group, um, which is easy enough, that's anybody can do that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, putting up a banner for the Facebook group, I wanted something, I had something in mind and I just kind of did, I didn't procrastinate about it. I just put it, did it. And then mm -hmm. for the podcast cover, I you know, I, I put, put, you know, sent out the, um, the order, you know, I, I ordered a podcast cover. Then I wasn't really crazy about it. And I was like, you know what? I have the money. I'm going to order another one. <laughs> See what I, like, <laughs> what I like better, you know? Yes. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to cheap out on this. I'm just going to, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to just take care of things. Uh, 
I love that you share that because that's a symptom, you know, when we're sort of, we're indecisive, we're not doing things, we're not moving forward is often related to our money story, but it's hard to make the connections until after you change it. And you're like, oh yeah, new money story. Like I always have money. Now you just move forward, right? Because you know, it's, you know, things are going to work. You know, you can take that next step. You have that confidence to do it. Right. Yeah. It's a real trust thing, Cassie. I mean, it's, you know, and somebody said to me, you know, during the teleclass that I did last week, does this stuff really work? Mm -hmm. And I said to her, you know, you can read all the books, you can talk to me, you can do, you know, watch all the YouTube videos you want. I said, but until you actually sit down and try it and make it a daily practice, you know, give that gift to yourself, it's a discipline, you're not going to know. It's just Mm -hmm. theory. Yes. Oh, doing it. You have to do it, right? You can read. I love that you're saying that because you can read as much as you want, but until you do it, nothing is going to happen. Right. Yeah. So what would you say is the biggest advice or the biggest advice you'd give somebody who wants to change their money story? Well, I would definitely tell them to listen to your podcast, both of them, this one and the one with Ginny. I mean, they're just great. It's, it's great to read things but it's nice also to hear them, you know, mm-hmm. to just like hit it at all angles and then to do the, you know, do the work, you know, and make it fun, you know, light a candle, put on music that really gets you going. When I was wanted to meet the man of my dreams, I was listening to, um, I had Kate Bush on, I had, you know, simple, there were certain like these go-to, I had a soundtrack, you know, that just yeah. really did it for me. So when that, when I was writing my scene or when I was, you know, writing my affirmations, because when the scene becomes real to you or the, you know, the future self becomes real to you, when you're writing affirmations, your subconscious is agreeing. It's not, you're not, there's not that resistance like, oh no, I don't, you know, that's not going to work out because you, you've already internalized it. So yeah, music helps and um, make it a daily practice. Make, you know, it's, it has to be a daily practice. And then between, in the between times when you're not doing the daily practice, those are the times when you exercise, you work that little muscle. Like, you know, if you're in a situation and you're kind of bored or, you know, whatever, you can bring up that ideal scene or that that scene you've been scripting and, and just keep, and you find that the details start to fill themselves in because in the beginning, it's like writing a first draft of a story. You know, you, you know, it's kind of, but then as you keep doing it, it just fills itself up and it becomes real and you, and you, it's, an, it's a, it becomes real. It's a reality. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. What is the most important thing that you learned from the change your money story challenge? The most important thing, oh gosh, there were so many of them. In fact, there was something that um, I went back and read um, Manifest 10K and something popped out at me. Oh, I know what I loved. It's not, maybe not necessarily the most important thing, but mm-hmm. I thought this was so cool. When you said that um, when you wanted to feel abundant, I thought this was so cool. <laughs> you would you would put on friends and made you feel like you were free. You had all that freedom that you did when you were in college. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was, that's genius. She turned slacking into feeling abundant. You know, because somebody else would say, oh, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm watching friends when I should be. And you just turned it in. I was like, yes, that's what you need. Yeah. You need to, you, you need to give yourself that um, acting as if. If I had all the money in the world, I'd be sitting around watching Friends right now. You know, if I had all the freedom that I, you know, I, this is what I would be choosing to do with this half hour in my day. 
Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> so good. I always love when, um, I love that story and I love when, when people connect to it. Cause that's so true. So tell us, um, before we wrap up with final thoughts, where can someone connect with you and your Facebook group or get on your list, get your book, all of that good stuff. Um, they can get on my Facebook, uh, group at, it's called the better, sorry, the get a better boyfriend project. So it's the, use the article and just search for that in groups on Facebook and it's, it's brand new. So we're probably going to do our, uh, first launch. We'll do our first, um, live I'm thinking next Monday. So, you know, I'm going to send a, note, a letter to my list, let them know the ones who weren't on the, um, the teleclass. And then, uh, yeah, probably next Monday we'll start. So, yeah, join now. Cool. Awesome. Um, any final thoughts, advice, things that you want to share with our listeners to inspire them to keep changing their money story? Yes. I mean, going back to the thing you said about the the friends, which I really connected with, uh, connected with, um, when I was wanted to attract my uh, husband or the right husband, and I was kind of, uh, I was acting as if, um, as you were with your friends um, story. Uh-huh. I remember buying um, a pair of of um, little silk slippers that I was pl- I planned to wear on my wedding day, and then I also bought china. I went out and bought a china mm. pattern. I had I, I, and so I was acting as if so. It, that acting as if it's a leap of faith and you're stepping out there and you're, but I think you need to do a little bit before you do that, write your, your story, do your scripting, um, bring up that feeling. What does it feel to like, like to have a lot of money or to have enough money? What does it feel like to have more than enough money and bring up those feelings as you suggest, you know, this could be joy, freedom, excitement, you know, what would you be doing? You know, who would you be with? And then, yeah, and then act as if. Then you, you go in and you do something that says, yes, I believe this. This is going to happen. This is happening. Absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Terry, for being here and sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Um, connect with Terry on Facebook. Um, and uh, we'll post that link in the comments for sure. So thank you so much, Terry, for being here. And thank you all for listening. Have a fabulous rest of your day. Thanks for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.